and welcome to the Hygiene Profit Leaders Podcast, where we give you weekly tools and tips to teach you how to grow your hygiene department. We're your host, Vicki Collier and Rachel Paul. Well, we're changing it up just a little bit. I was like, I hope she gets this. <laughs> yeah, I got it. All right. You did good. Awesome. <laughs> I didn't screw up my lines. We don't have to try to redo that one. <laughs> yeah, still, yeah. 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 So we, we still, still have some time to mess That's it up. That's right. Uh, but today we're going to talk about how to increase production to meet your goals. Right. Yeah. So, you know, we've talked about this numerous times. You know, mm-hmm. we've talked about how to track and how to goal setting. And I think it's just, it. I go into too many offices that this still seems to be a surprise. So yeah. I think we never can say too much about this particular topic because, you know, it's it's one of those things where, you know, your goal can't be like a New Year's resolution. There's got to be a plan to it. You know, New right. Year's resolutions are, I want to lose 20 pounds. And, you know, in your, and you say it in your mind, but yeah, but you don't want to do anything differently than you've been yeah. doing ever, you know, yeah. and you still expect a different result. With goal setting, you know, this involves you having a plan of action in order to do that. Right. Because it's not going to happen, obviously. So we, we know that hygiene production typically should be about a third 33 to 35% of mm-hmm. overall production. We've talked about that, I'm sure, in the past. Right. Um, so how do we get there? You know, how can we make that happen? And I think, first of all, you've got to know where you are to right. start with. Yeah, because if you have no yeah. idea what, where you're at now, how can you even? Absolutely. Yeah, so I think that's a big point. And in offices of that we go into, when we look at these numbers, I have seen anything from, from hygiene departments that are producing 35% of overall production when we walk in. Um, you know, that's great, but sometimes it means that they may not be getting treatment acceptance, you know, in the doctor's side quite so much. You really, right. you know, there was, uh, that's great. I, I'm happy when I see it that way, but then I also kind of look, okay, why is it already so high? You have so to high? play devil's advocate yeah, a little bit on that. Yeah, absolutely. And then other times I was in an office and it was 10%, you know, and I got a little freaked out over that. And it turns out that, you know, the, the hygienists were, were not getting credit for x-ray. So that wasn't part of their, of their, of their production. So, but there were still many opportunities in other directions to take that. So, right. so they may not, they, we may not get them to 33%. It might um, be like 25%. Sure, but that may be the more spot. accurate number. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so and I to think. to figure that out too is super simple. Sure. All you need to do is mm-hmm. take what is your total production and you, you know, divide your hygiene and do your exactly, total yeah. and multiply by 100 and get a percentage there. So it's right. really easy to do. Uh, but yeah, definitely setting a goal. And in this case, I also ran the production by procedure by provider report or pr- production by code or whatever those, that report is in most software. Um, that let, let me see where the opportunities were. Right. Let me see how, many, how much, where and are we lacking? A, that's a good report that mm-hmm. I tell offices like, you know, the hygiene team should be meeting at, monthly to go over these reports sure and that to me is a report that you should be looking at because that's going to show you where are your you know what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses Mm -hmm. where those opportunities to grow and it is black and white it is it is not well i think we really do really well at that but if the black and white numbers say that you're really not i mean how many times i've had a doctor tell me that Oh yeah, we recommend fluoride to every patient. And I get the report, and it's like five percent. I'm like, well, then you are really poor at percentage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. I don't know what else to say about that. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but but definitely looking for those opportunities on that production report because, like you said, if you don't even know where you're at, yeah, how, how are you gonna? Yeah. You won't know. No. You yeah. know, I've talked about, you know, standing on a scale and someone else looking while you have your hand over your eyes, you know. Yeah. If you don't know, you don't know. There's, um, a, there's a really great book I'm listening to right now called The Compound Effect. Mm-hmm. I think Darren Hardy might be the author on that. But um, 
it's it talks about how when you make all these little movements yes. towards the right mm -hmm. thing, right? Mm -hmm. How it just compounds over time. Into yes. these. So you can't mm -hmm. see it happening in the moment. Right. Because it's almost so small. But it's like basically teaches you how to have healthy habits. Okay. And how to create these healthy yeah. habits. And yeah. I'm thinking like tracking is one of those that you have to create that right. habit. Like right. You've got to like commit to it. I think so. Here's my goal. And every day, like just hammer away at it and try and, and find to... whatever keeps you doing that. Exactly. You know, for me, to remember to take my vitamin every day, I have to have the vitamins on the counter. Mm -hmm. I can't hide them in a cabinet. I got to have them there so I see it every day. So, yeah. you know, until this becomes a habit and you're doing it all the time, there may be some, something you do to remind yourself. Find, make it easy. If it's complicated, you may be less right. likely to do it. So, And giving yourself time, I... So I'm just going to admit to this. So I decided that I was going to wake up 30 minutes every morning mm -hmm. and I was going to meditate and I was going to read something positive mm -hmm. and I was going to do like a 10 minute exercise. Um, and I did that really great for two weeks. I think I hear a butt coming. <laughs> but, but. <laughs> but what happened was, right, so, so one Monday morning, I just was tired and exhausted. I didn't get enough sleep. And I'm like, I'm just... I'll do it tomorrow. Well, guess what happened? Tomorrow, you were still tired. <laughs> I was still, yeah, tomorrow I said the same thing. Oh, yeah. And so I've just, I fell out of the habit. Yeah. And it was really important that I kept that going. Yeah. Because, you know, I set my goals during that time. So anyways. Um, so what, you got to figure out what point, it's going to do to keep you yeah, doing this on a regular basis. Yeah, my point is don't do what I did. Like, yeah. set your goals and actually every single day track it and don't say, oh, I'll just, I'll catch back up tomorrow. Because right. I'm telling you, the minute you say that, you have stopped mm -hmm. committing to it. Absolutely. And then you will say that and you will keep saying it and all of a sudden you're not doing it anymore. Right, exactly. So stick to your goals and tracking and every single day track that, right? Right, right. Make sure that you, and I think daily is best. If you wait and try to catch this up, like you said, it's, it's not going it, to, and it's not going to have the much, as much impact either. Right, right. You know? Um, I've told the story of I've been in an office that said we missed our goal by $400 last month. And I'm thinking, really? If y'all have been looking at this every day, there's no way you'd have missed a goal by $400. Right. So, right. Yeah. Got to look at it every day. And I mentioned preparing. You know, you don't want this to be like a New Year's resolution where it's up in the air and there's nothing that happens and it's gone in two weeks. You know, are you doing chart audits? Are you looking at those patients every day that are going to be in your chair mm -hmm. and looking for things like, you know, are they, what do they need? Do they have outstanding treatment? Do they have things that they've told me no to before that they really need? And maybe I can word this differently or say something differently. Prepare. I laugh. You know, I, there were, t I actually do not talk sometimes. I know you, it, you, that may surprise when? you, but sometimes I'm quiet and I think before I speak. <laughs> and so I would have, my husband would say, when, um, my, but you know, I would have patients in the chair and I think, okay, how do I say this to them? And I'd kind of run it through my head while I was doing, you know, my cleaning their teeth yeah. before I said anything. And I yeah. found that when I, you know, rather than just kind of going in unprepared, which at that point, if they told me, no, I, I took it better. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I thought, okay, well, I didn't know. I didn't say it right. I'll just move on. As opposed to if I had a prep, after prepared, I had been aware. I had a, a way to support my reasoning for them right. doing something. I tended to get better results. Yeah. So being intentional, I think, is a big absolutely, part of that, absolutely. That's sure. this is your intro camera pictures, X-rays. You know, whatever it's going to take to, for you to show this patient and them to buy into the fact that they need treatment. Right. Um, oh, here's that old. Empty chair syndrome. Is the schedule full? We've talked about that before. Yeah. You, know. you know what, though? 
making sure someone is owning that yeah. and yeah. tracking that. Yeah. Because I there's a lot of offices that aren't tracking that, like, downtime sure. and those openings. So, again, you know, I know we talked about this a couple episodes ago about that empty chair syndrome. Right, right. But, you know, same thing here. It's like, who's owning that? Yeah. Like, who's... Who is looking at that every single day and then making a plan to reduce that time? Right. And and I always think, you know, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but hygienists, you have to take a, a vested role in this. Mm -hmm. um, yes, you may have an owner, someone who's a hygiene coordinator who's working the schedule, but also sometimes there's just not enough that can be said for you making that phone call and saying, this well, is your hygienist. Yeah, you know, they have I, a, I they trust you. their hygienist. Sure. They have a relationship with you. It's it's gonna be much harder for them to um, want to cancel on you. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know. Exactly. So. But you know, if, if you're seeing patients not be retained, if they're not right. coming back, that means you've got to focus on what you do in your room, and which is going to be, you know, the value you create, a high level of customer service, building that relationship to increase loyalty, all those things that we do that keeps patients coming back. Right. I also think it's important to track your treatment acceptance. I mean yeah. that. To me, that creates so much value yeah. for a hygienist. If you can show your doctor, um, look at the treatment acceptance coming mm -hmm. out of this room, mm -hmm. I mean, that adds value I think we to both you. know the story of a hygienist who said, my schedule fell apart, it was yeah. an awful month, but I put $30,000 worth of dentistry on the doctor's book. Yeah. That counts for something. It's got to. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you, they, you have a lot of persuasion on that sure. patient and sure. setting that doctor up for closing that treatment. Right. What right? is that uh, percentage? Like 60 plus percent? Yeah. For, should have come through the hygiene department. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, having setting that doctor up for success is huge. For real. I and, and, and I had an office that was, if they scheduled, they were considering that acceptance. I would typically say, you need to go back and track that to see that patient showed up because I think that is the better the right. better indicator of acceptance. Yeah, just saying yeah. yes is yeah. totally different than actually Because then you want to use that data. You know, if they right. said yes today, but then they ended up not showing up, we've got to figure out what happened in the meantime. Yeah, um, there could be some sort of disconnect. Like you're, exactly. you're great at getting them to say yes, but maybe we need to do some sort of follow-up to, right. to ensure that they actually stick. Absolutely, too. absolutely. So good, good. Well, I think these are good, good ways to help increase that production to meet your goals. And um, I think, you know, going back to tracking every single day, so meet with your team, figure out what should you be tracking. Well, number one, what are your goals? And then number two, what should you be tracking? And um, also, like, come up with plans to celebrate. You know, I can't, like, we talk about incentives and how important that is. Right. But if you want goals to be met, you've got to put some incentives in place. I think and so, too. dragging your feet on yeah. incentives is probably... The yes, one biggest yes. hold up to meeting your goals. The phrase I've just heard recently was, I guess I should probably put some goals for their production and some incentives for their production in place, shouldn't I? <laughs> I thought, well, yes. And I said, yes, you should. Because I thought, we're going to ask them to do this, ask hygiene team to do this. What's in it for them to, to go yeah. above and beyond? Yeah. Well, so. I guess I know that's our job and that's what we do. And, we, you know, we, there should be some personal pride there. But also, it's nice to have those incentives in place for. Well, people it's a go good indicator. a long way when they feel rewarded. Absolutely. So definitely yep. get that going. All right. Well, hopefully, we've given you guys some things to think about from this episode, and definitely meet with your team. Make sure that your goals are smart, so mm -hmm. specific, measurable, measurable attainable. attainable, realistic, and time bound. Mm -hmm. um, and then come up with some plans to to hit those goals as well. Sure. Right. The things that we talked about. Yeah. All right, so let us know um, if there's a topic of interest. You can always email us at hpl at schedulinginstitute.com. I think we also talked about the running that report to do the analysis. Oh, yeah. So Make that's sure something we can doing, Yeah, we actually we can do those. Um, if you go on to the website, hygieneprofitleaders.com, 
you can um, request a free hygiene analysis too. Mm -hmm. So definitely encourage you to do that because there, we can uncover so many um, really awesome opportunities. Right. And, you know, it goes back to the patient. When you can provide the best service to your patient, they're getting the best care. Right. And they'll want to yep. keep coming back. So, awesome. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And until next time, stay, stay educated. educated.